I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. What is up, my beautiful peeps? This is the Bear of Texas, and I'd like to welcome you to another edition of Cowboys Talk, the Dallas Cowboys discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. First of all, sorry, I've been away for a little bit, but working on some other stuff. But you know what? I'm just glad to be talk back to talk Cowboys football. So today, I'm going to do a little pre-first round draft discussion because we are about 10 days away from the first round of the 2021 NFL Draft, which I believe will take place in Cleveland. God knows I'm excited for that, and well... My Cowboys specifically is what I will talk about because, you know, much like any other draft, the Cowboys need to make some serious picks that we know will benefit in the future. The Cowboys must know they cannot play around in the NFL draft. The one thing that's super important to remember, folks, is in the NFL draft, it's not about taking who you want. It's about taking who you need. And speaking of what the Dallas Cowboys need, let me lay it on the line for all you peeps out there. Cornerback, offensive line, safety, defensive line, linebacker. It does not surprise me one bit, not one bit, that the Dallas Cowboys' analysis, the top needs, is heavily focused on defense. That has been the object of the game as far as the Dallas Cowboys are concerned for the longest time. For the longest time, the Cowboys have had an unconvincing defense. A lot of players have gone by. All that potential that was there was all for naught. It has been nearly 25 freaking years since the Dallas Cowboys have made it to a Super Bowl. For the love of God, we are a laughingstock. Enough is enough. We got to build a team that can freaking be a caliber, that can be a legitimate contender for the Super Bowl. I mean, come on. Enough is enough. No more bullshit. Let's build a team and let's freaking build a team that's going to last for a long time for the, for the love of God. It's difficult for me to say even as a sports fan, but the Cowboys need a freaking team. So... Speaking of cornerback, huh. <coughs> you know, I'm not surprised that offensive line is needed because the Cowboys do need an offensive line. I mean, as I've been, I've discussed many times with my good friend, Wiley, a.k.a. the Venomous Stare, that offensive line wall we had a few years ago is dead in the water, much like the Titanic. All we have left is Zach Martin and Tyron Smith, but Tyron Smith, what worries me is his health history, his medical history. Personally, I do not know how much the guy has left. I am hoping he comes back this year healthier and stronger than ever. I still support the guy. I still root for the guy. And I wish him nothing but the best. When Tyron Smith was selected 10 years ago in the first round, when the Cowboys had a top top, uh, 10 first round pick, the Cowboys selected Tyron Smith out of the University of Southern California and Tyron Smith has truly given us his best. There's been some ups and his downs. But Tyron Smith, in my honest opinion, is one of the greatest players 
I have seen as an adult. Take a bow, Tyron Smith. I congratulate you, and I look forward to watching you play. My prayers are that you are healthy, that you're doing well. Keep in mind, you impress me, brother. You know, lately, what has truly surprised me, folks, is that apparently Kyle Pitts has been rumored to be in the interest of the Dallas Cowboys. You remember when I said it's not about who you want, it's about getting who you need? Unless my eyes deceive me, according to the NFL.com, the needs analysis does not state that the Dallas Cowboys need a tight end. If you don't need one, then do not get it, okay? There is no point of wasting a draft pick, okay, especially a first-round pick. Now, I'm going to be honest, I'm not taking anything away from Kyle Pitts. As a matter of fact, I will read his profile because I praise the guy because he's a hell of a player. He's an amazing tight end out of the University of Florida, a grade of 7.19. Honestly, the Cowboys don't need a tight end. I mean, this tight end situation is worrisome because Blake Jarwin was out the entire season with a torn ACL. Dalton Schultz did his best. He had his ups and his downs. But the bottom line is we got two tight ends that we can use. We don't need to get a tight end in the first round. And to be even more frank, folks, if we got Kyle Pitts, in my honest opinion, that is a slap to the face to Blake Jarwin. Blake Jarwin has been with us forever. He should have gotten his chance years ago. He finally got his chance last year, and just like that, it was taken from him. He suffered a torn ACL on a non-contact non situation. Okay, I understand. The torn ACL speaks for itself. His ACL will never be the same again, but I'm sure he's he's been training to get back better than ever. He's, he's working hard to be in the best shape ever. I kid you not, I am 100% confident that Blake Jarwin is fully committed to coming back bigger, better, and stronger, and more focused than ever. Since I trust Blake Jarwin, Blake Jarwin is our guy. Okay, the bottom line is, there's no need to get a tight end because the analysis states we do not need one. We need to focus on defense, especially in the first round. But before I get into that, as I mentioned, I praise Kyle Pitts. And I'm going to do a little bit of reading on his prospect information. Native of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Certainly doing great, has great results. Well, there we go. Here's the overview. Scouting report by Darren Waller. And according to Waller, Pitts may have the traits and talent to create mismatches similar to those created by Calvin Johnson and Tyreek Hill. His rare blend of size, athleticism, and ball skills are reminiscent to Me of Megatron's. His ability as patch, excuse me, pass-catching tight end could force defenses in his division to alter the way they construct their roster. He's a tough matchup for most linebackers and too big for most cornerbacks. He offers offensive coordinators the ability to align him all over the field and like Waller, can become highly targeted, highly productive pass catcher from the tight end position. Actually, correctly, it's by Lance Zerline, the NFL analyst. So my apologies. So this is all according to Lance Zerline. All right. And Lance Zerline, I praise the guy. I mean, he's putting all the necessary information so I can learn from this. Okay. Thank you, Lance Zerline. I praise you. Thank you very much for the great information. And it's my, it's my honor to praise you here on this show. My honor. 
So furthermore, again, this is according to Lance Zerlein. <clears throat> Pitts puts in the effort as a blocker. However, there's limited success. That's the information that I really have to praise Zerline. He's telling us everything. He's not sugarcoating, okay? Because that's what you have to do. You got to put in the pros and the cons because every player, no matter how much potential they have, no matter what the caliber, the success, every single player has a pro and a con. Let's take a look at the strengths again, according to Zerline. A challenging matchup who might require specialty defenders. Rare combination of size, speed, and athleticism with elite ball skills. Allows offense to align him in mismatches against static coverage schemes. Keeps defender on the back foot with alterations of route speed. Clever workarounds in space without slowing down. Quick accelerator to explode past off man near the line. Hand chops dislodge grabby defender inside the route. Quick, quick to locate and track the throw while maintaining position. All this is, these are this, look at that. Catches with strong soft hands and consistent extension. Good effort in trying to stay connected to the block. It was a problem. Let, uh, I, I hate doing this, but we do got to take a look at the weaknesses. Again, this is all about learning. And, you know, I'm learning and I'm enlightening you folks as well. So, again, thank you very much, Lance Zerline, NFL analyst. Doesn't throw too many fakes to knock coverage, excuse me, coverage off the scent. Mass and core strength missing for inline blocking. Struggles to sustain at the point of attack. Needs to work with inside hands when taking on defenders. An injury history that requires examination because he suffered a concussion in 2020. You know, his grades from everything, you know, they look really good. Look at that. Unbelievable. But that's Kyle Pitts, the tight end out of the University of Florida who's projected to be a top 10, well, I should say, a first-round pick. Now, I've seen several people actually predict that the Cowboys will actually take Kyle Pitts. Like I said, I praise Kyle Pitts. He's a hell of a player. I did have this conversation with my man, Darnell, a.k.a. the playmaker, Solent. I said, look, Kyle Pitts is amazing. He's a hell of a player. He's one of a kind. But I explained to him. In my honest opinion, when it comes to the draft, you have to take players that you need. You can't just take a player because how great he was, and especially the position that you do not need. Okay, it's about building the team. Okay, it's about winning, especially the Cowboys, because as far as management's been goes, you know, I question the fact: Have you all forgotten that it's about winning? It's not about doing what you want. It's about doing what is best for business. It's about winning. Wiley has explained that many times, and Wiley has, you know, and I'm sure that Wiley grows tired of having to explain to people who don't get the deal, it's about winning. The Cowboys got to take a first-round guy that can help them win. It's about rebuilding the defense. If the Cowboys have a stronger defense, they can win games, okay? I've said this before. You need a team that's balanced, strong on offense, strong on defense. That is how you win games. It's about teamwork. Teamwork is the main source to winning. All right, moving on. Cornerback. And, and keep in mind, I'm only going to speak about the first round. Well, and as far as offensive line, too, you know, I'm going to be honest. If we had to take an offensive line, the guy I want more than anybody is Panay Sewell, the offensive lineman out of the University of Oregon. I'm going to pull out his uh, profile as well. 
Well, certainly has a decent, respectable grade. Grew up in Utah, obviously. But anyway, here's his overview, okay? It is overview also by Lance Zerline. A rare breed tackle with good size and the elite foot quickness to make the most challenging move blocks the game has to offer. An explosive athlete who is better at moving forward than backward at this point. And his tape shows an ability to single-handedly spring touchdown runs, both long and short. Huh. This dude can block. His, he possesses average balance to core strength, but has trouble protecting his edges when rushers get into his frame. Improvements in technique and strength should be expected, though. Okay, obviously, like I said, as great as he is, he's got things he's got to work on. Again, every player, every first-round potential player has something to work on. Nobody's perfect. Again, according to Zorline, while block finishing needs to be upgraded, his initial snap quickness gives him the ability to take early leads in positioning both as a run and pass blocker. You'll have to forgive me, folks. I am. Something's in my... I, I, <laughs> kind of dealing with a little unbelievable illness. You know, things have been going crazy. And here's some of the strength. He's only 20 years old with potential for growth. Considered a vocal game leader. Exceptionally gifted athletes. Always find a top positioning as a move blocker. Springs into action to still play side edge on outside zone. Oh, check this out. Can be very violent striker on second level. Helps spring long touchdown wrong touchdowns. Excuse me, with box in space. My head's spinning, so I'll have to, you'll have to forgive me. I'm just so overwhelmed to be back, and I'm sorry that I keep you know taking these hiatuses. Things have just been going crazy. Flashes above average short set potential. Keeps hands active with punch and reset. Wow. Now, unfortunately, here here's a little bit of the weaknesses. Needs to improve upper body strength. Inconsistent securing base blocks and redirecting rushers on his edge. Punch lacks commitment, allowing rushers to separate. Needs to develop a stronger outside hand in protection. Leaves feet behind at times when attempting to mirror inside moves. And says that his work ethic needs to improve. Well, it seems like, like I said, Penai Sewell, obviously, as great as he is, and all the potential, there's always room for improvement. I honestly believe, you know, I, I know that when he gets drafted, he knows he's going to have to work on a lot of things. I mean, you are in the big leagues now, brother. So when now you're in the big leagues, when you're in the National Football League, there's no more room for mistakes because mistakes are career-impacting. You never have one mistake can impact your career. So Panay Sewell, again, he's the guy I want more than anybody as far in the first round because the Cowboys got to rebuild that offensive line. Unfortunately, I am pretty convinced that by the time it's the Cowboys' turn, he's going to be gone. Cincinnati is heavily predicted to take the guy. The Cowboys, again, keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, the Cowboys have the 10th pick. 
So anyway, now let's talk about somebody who really, who's really been heavily linked being selected by the Dallas Cowboys. Patrick Sertain the Jr., cornerback out of the University of Alabama. Analysis also, of course, by Lance Zerline. You know, Lance Zerline just does an, an absolute amazing job. And ch- check out the NFL comparison. He's got an NFL comparison to Namdi Asamoah. Oh, Namdi Asamoah, during his days, especially in his prime, Namdi Asamoah was a hell of a quarterback. Now, honestly, y'all know me, folks. And I, I know that some of you folks listen to my soccer podcast. And on my soccer podcast, I've said, at the end of the day, while NFL comparisons are... I'm not going to say they're incorrect. At the end of the day, they're merely opinions. And I respect Lance Erline's opinion. But for me, I don't really believe in comparing players because what players really have to understand is it's not about you being the next, being the next Namdi Asamoah. It's about being you. Be the first you. Okay. But I totally respect Lance Erline, you know, NFL comparison. And honestly, this NFL comparison is absolutely accurate. So when these NFL comparisons are accurate... You know, that's when my opinion changes. I mean, this just shows, like I said, Lance Zerline's a smart dude. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I should say, to say that he's a smart dude would be an understatement. I mean, I praise the guy. You know, I'm, I'm just glad I'm learning a lot from what I'm reading here. So thank you, Lance. Thank you very much, brother. So here's the overview, according to Lance. That Patrick Sertain Jr., a lockdown pressman cornerback, with elite size, length, and talent to match up with any brand of receiver from any place on the field. A five-star recruit coming in, consistently competed for championships in high school and in college. Certain possess, certain, excuse me, possesses elite physical and athletic traits with rare combination of length and short area quickness that allows him to play on Pressman Island and face routes on all three levels. Plays to his length with plus-man technique and cover skills that make a winning downfield very challenging proposition. Unfortunately, according to Zernlein here... Sertain was beaten in true man-to-man battles for 29-plus yards just only five times in his career. Okay, you know what? No, no, that's actually something positive. I'm sorry. I kind of misread it. So here's it, and I quote, He was beaten in true man-to-man battles for 29-plus yards just five times in his career. Okay. So I am actually misread that. So I, I apologize, Lance, and I apologize, Patrick Sertain. Sorry. I, I'm just so excited to learn all these cool things I didn't even know. I mean, I'm, I'm just so freaking overwhelmed. I mean, the intelligence right here is, is absolutely unique. So again, Lance, thank you very, very much. I praise you, brother. So, a uh, last thing about the overview that Patrick Sertain has an ability to stay connected to the route that allows him to shut down yards after a catch very quickly as a strong wrap-up tackler. It seems that this, you know, the Cowboys need this. Definitely, so far, I'm liking what I'm reading. So, here are the strengths. Also, check this out. His father was a Pro Bowl cornerback and is now a coach. Finished with 38 consecutive starts at the University of Alabama. Elite physical traits with prototypical athleticism. Technically proficient and trusts that technique. Unwilling to flinch or overextend through press fakes and release. Feet and length to punch wide receiver's departure. Recognizes routes and will run them for receivers at times. Gears up and down synchronized timing to the receiver. Consistent attention to detail and discipline. Long strides with choppy feet on three-level coverage. Feels for responsibility and positioning in quarters and covered three. Locates ball and catch and challenges catch when back is to the quarterback. Explosive leaper to win jump balls at highest point. Committed wrap-up tackler with finisher strength. Unbelievable. 
if he's there, if if he's there, take the guy. At this point, if Penai Sewell is still there, if I have to pick between Patrick Sartain Jr. and Penai Sewell, I'm going to be honest, I'm going to be pulling my hair out because I love both guys. They both have super potential. The Cowboys could definitely both use those guys. At the end of the day, Patrick Sertain's probably the guy to take because we need to work on defense. Again, the, the, the Cowboys' problem has been defense for the longest time. Okay? A long time. I mean, especially last year when we had an arguably ugly and pathetic defense. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, again, let's... You know, in, in these weaknesses, look at very little weaknesses, but here's a few. Would like to see more physicality to slow playmakers across from him. He will unfortunately engage in unnecessary hands on downfield coverage. Rides on high side when facing routes at times. Has opportunities to squeeze routes even tighter when he can do it safely. Big wide receivers fought him back near goal line. Okay, really not much to worry about. But again, like I said, as amazing as the player is, okay, even the player with the most potential, even Trevor Lawrence has weaknesses, okay? Like I said, dude, everybody has weaknesses. There's pros and cons. Nobody is perfect, folks. You know, I even say, even the great Michael Jordan, the GOAT, even he had his weaknesses, okay? So that's Patrick Sertain, and, and I'm really dead set on this guy. I want this guy. Provided, again, the whole thing with Penai Sewell, but, but really, I honestly believe there's no way Penai Sewell will still be there. I, and I say that. But then I think of last year's draft, okay? CeeDee Lamb, I thought that he would be gone by the time the Cowboys took a player, and he was there. So I guess the bottom line is, and, and I said this to Wiley, you never say never because you never know how a draft can go. There's been, there's been a history when, when teams have passed on players and they would regret it in the future. The Cowboys passed on Randy Moss, okay? All the, te- all the players that passed on Aaron Rodgers. I mean, there's that story that the 49ers took Alex Smith instead of, Alex, instead of Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers, to say that he made those made it all the teams to pass out and pay, well, that would be an understatement. But anyway, you know, another player, you know, Micah Parsons, believe it or not, he's also been kind of the mix, and he's a linebacker out of Penn State University. Now, again, linebacker position is also a need, okay? I'm just not so sure about Micah Parsons. I mean, I've seen more of, uh, I've seen more predictions that the New York Giants would take him other than the Cowboys because, you know, and the Cowboys hold the 11th overall pick. I mean, if, if he's there and the Cowboys could take him, but like I said, if Patrick Sertain's there, I mean, he's the guy to take. He's the guy to take. And, take, and he's been compared to Miles Jack. Again, the, the great Lance Zerline. I mean, Lance Zerline's genius is just totally, oh, it's, it's astonishing. It's astonishing. All right, so here's the overview according to Lance Zerline. Performance grade inside outside linebacker prospect possessing an NFL ready frame. Explosive speed that could make him a highly productive talent at the next level. Most impactful when he's kept clean and allowed to run and chase the action. Unfortunately, does not carry physical limitations in the pros. Into the pros. Okay. His instincts and play recognition need to catch up with his physical gifts in order to play downhill and find the most efficient routes to the football. His rush talent is a potential wild card in how teams decide how to use him. But he's likely to show rapid improvement and should be a day one starter. A couple of his strengths. Sleek, well-defined frame with powerful lower half. Praised inside program with highly competitive nature. Elite range with burst speed rarely seen at linebacker. That is something we should keep an eye out. Because especially since it says rarely seen at linebacker. One more time. 
Elite range with burst, speed, rarely seen at the linebacker position. That's something unique. So that doesn't that doesn't surprise me that some a lot of people have predicted the Cowboys should take this guy. I mean, the Cowboys linebacker position is is a mess. I mean, Sean Lee doesn't have uh, I don't know what what's left out of the dude. You know, like I've said, you know, I honestly believe the best thing for him to do is retire. And Leighton Vander Esch, while I have a lot of respect for him, his health is a cause for concern. I mean, the dude keeps getting hurt. And it hurts me to say it. But I respect Leighton Vander Esch, and I really hope he comes back better than ever and he can stay healthy. But anyway, Parsons, as well the strength, has foot quickness and change of direction of a running back. That tells me that he must have played running back at one point. You know, a lot, a lot of players who played linebacker, they had played a running back when they were in high school. I mean, sometimes it, you know, sometimes a few snaps in college. So, again, you know, especially if you have the, if you have like you know a foot quickness and the change of direction of a running back, you know that means you've definitely played running back at one point in your life. He can overcome mental mistakes with explosive athleticism. He's a wrap up tackler with limited broken tackles on his build. That's definitely something the Cowboys need to look into. The Cowboys could use that. Gains instant depth dropping into coverage. Able to bend and flatten to quarterback as edge rusher. Athletic talent to handle man coverage duties. Oh, that's impressive. Now, take a look at the weaknesses. Needs to prove ability to find solo tackles. Lacks of experience and patience shows an early diagnosis. Rums himself out of position when unnecessary early changes. Has issues battling downhill rushing attacks coming right at him. Takes on blocks with shoulder over punch and separation. Needs to run feet through the strikes as a tackler. Okay. Well, what are you saying? I like what I've seen, you know, and dudes, you know, I got a Penn State University, and this prospect rated 6.89. I'm always curious to see how they, uh, <laughs> how they grade, but anyway. So now we're taking a look at a quarterback and a linebacker. Then the offensive line as well, you know, Penn I Sewell. But he, here's an offensive line that, that could be available. If the Cowboys, you know, R- Rashawn Slater. I certainly believe that he may be there. He's been, you know, I, I haven't really seen anything uh, specifically with the guy, but... Hmm. Let's take a look. Rashawn Slater out of Northwestern University. A three-year star with experience at both left and right tackle positions. Compact frame that carries play strength that can be filed in the grown man category, evidenced by his heads-up battles against the 2020 number two overall pick Chase Young in 2019. Hmm. Fortunately, a lack of strength would lead some teams to view him as a guard, but the footwork and talent outside might be worth allowing him to prove it at tackle first. His combination of strength, athletic ability, and quick processing should make him one of the safer offensive line picks in the draft and an early starter. Well, I guess I should definitely mention whoever the Cowboys pick, I mean, he's going to be a guy that, that that will need to start week one. Okay, so let's get that straight. But let's take a look at the strength of Rashawn Slater. Frame is compact and muscular with good lean mass. Confident in claiming his turf and heads up battles. Possesses excellent core strength and contact balance. Runs with choppy feet through his run blocks. Reads and adjustments are fast and effective in space. Trusts his feet in pass sets and rarely over, ever lunges. Upper body power allows him for quick separation after punch. Quick response to inside shots. Has all kinds of recovery athleticism. 
amazing, impressive. Now here's some of the weaknesses. Needs to play better with knee bend in space. Slight inconsistencies maintaining inside hands and pass pro. Has issues getting pad level now in short yardage situations. Allows some separations at the punch point due to lack of strength. Well, if the Cowboys got him, you know, I don't know how I would react, but I'm going to be honest. If the Cowboys passed on Patrick Sertain Jr., I mean, that would certainly upset me because he's definitely the guy that the Cowboys could need. And, and, as, far, and as far as Patrick Sertain Jr., I mean, he worked with Trayvon Diggs, who was, who was a rookie with the Cowboys last year. So if these two are side-by-side side on, on defense, these are two dudes who have worked, who know each other very well. They've played together in college. So there's that chemistry, and then there's that harmony. Like, you know, teammates in college, now, te- now teammates in the pros. That's something that's going to be – they trust one another. So that's going to help with winning mentality. You know, as long as everybody's on the same page and they all trust each other, trust each other, that's what the Dallas Cowboys need. All right, let's see. Let's take a look at some of the safeties now, shall we? Hmm. Hmm. Trayvon Morig. Hmm. Texas Christian University. Well, I I know a lot of TCU fans that I know. Not surprisingly, they want the Cowboys to take this guy. Here's the overview: a very talented, high height, weight, speed prospect with the range and ball skills to become an impact defender at the next level. Morick possesses to the the overall talent to play in a variety of coverages, including over the slot against big targets, but his talent might be best served as a high safety where his instincts and anticipation lead him to the football. He's talented and a ball tracker with soft hands and does a very good job of maintaining balance, positioning to make a play. Okay, that's definitely what I like to hear. Here at the strength, good size, plays with some alpha qualities. Desires to set a tone when stepping downhill to tackle. Quick study of quarterback intentions from deep safety. Outstanding transition to plant and spring forward without hanging up. Forceful strike looks to dislodge the catch. Speed for recovery or to range over the top any race. A background as a standout special teamer in 2018. Weaknesses. Hmm. We'll take the bait on double moves. Needs more consistent eye balance from slot or near the line. Has had issues over three years with angles too steep to the football. Late to diagnose run when not working from center field. Gets tagged by blocking receivers and his periphery. Some inconsistencies as an open field tackler. Well. Well, I know that it doesn't surprise me that TCU fans I love the Cowboys really want this guy to go to the Cowboys. I'm just not so sure. I don't because according. I mean, he could be picked in the first round. I mean, I, I'm certainly, I'm certainly sh- sure that he's definitely a first uh, pick or, or, or second round. But you never know. But as far as far as I'm concerned, I'm sure he would do well. But again, clearly the best option if he's there is, is Patrick Sertain Jr. So the last thing I'm gonna look at, I'm gonna look at is a defensive line.
but this is honestly considering in the first round. I mean, I, I don't think the Cowboys plan on taking a, a defensive line in the first round. Hmm. Looking at this, well, hmm. Christian Barrymore out of Alabama. Let's take a look at this guy. A retro sophomore. His overview indicates an attack-oriented defensive tackle with a big body, violent hands, and the talent to work his way around blocks and find the football. Um, how are you liking where this is going? Barmore tends to be in the lead and take control of majority of reps. His hands and feet sing in harmony and allow him to stay active and free from attempts to sustain blocks against him. His hands are heavy and powerful, but also sudden and efficient, which creates early win opportunities for him in the run games and as a pass rusher. Well, I definitely like this already. And look at that. Early win opportunities in the run game and as a pass rusher. So the second round, if he if he's still there and the Cowboys pick, well, he's the guy to take. If the Cowboys want a defensive tackle. Hmm. Compared to Marcel Darius, former another Alabama player. So also, he's exceptional at finding a blocker's edge, swiping past the outside hand to bring the ruckus inside the pocket. All right. Check that. Barmore's explosive first step, violent hands, and upper body power are the ingredients of a three-down defender with a versatility to play a number of position in an even or odd front with an impactful rookie starter. Strength include very explosive first two steps, works to the rush edge without getting too far off track. Again, violent and efficient hands plundering blockers outside hand. Sets up blocker and hits sudden inside swish as a rusher. Tough to reach when he's playing it straight up. Explodes from hips to lift and displace blocker from his base. Instinctive hands to red blocker and look to finish. Rhythm to play off multiple blocks in the same rep. Strong base carries him through redirect blocks. Definitely love what I'm seeing. And the weaknesses needs to eliminate the freestyle approach. Moves prematurely as a two- Gapper giving away positioning. Has a tougher time facing off against bigger interior players. Needs to work to his counters more efficiently. Excuse me, And too many missed tackles. Well, that was a perfect example of what I said. A player with all the potential always has something to work on. And that's obviously the biggest thing he's got to work on. I would honestly say is, you know, he's if too many missed tackles, that's something. That's something that's been the Cowboys' problem with defensive line. The missed tackles. So if the Cowboys do take him. Whether if, 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 if he's in the second round, because like I said, Patrick Sertain's the guy. If he's there in the second round, it's the Cowboys' uh, turn, then he's the guy. He's the guy. I mean, I'm not, I'm not sure. I mean, as far as his uh, stock goes, if, if he's a second, if he's first round or second round material, but if, the Cow- if, if, if he's still there in the second round and the Cowboys can take him, then there's nothing, there's nothing that, need, that needs to be, to be thought about. You know, take him. Take him. Christian Bar- Barmore can certainly do well for the Dallas Cowboys. Ladies and gentlemen, Cowboys Talk is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you very much for joining me this evening. I will see you next time. How about them Cowboys? <laughs>